You're listening to The Magic of Childhood, early learning discussions on Little Rockers Radio. Today we are talking to Chris D from Forest School Learning Initiative UK. She has been involved in Forest School for over 20 years in the UK and now across the world. Hi Chris, can we start off with what is Forest School? So Forest School is an inspirational process that uses the outdoor to facilitate children's learning and it's uh, about empowering children to manage risk and it's about embracing the early years framework into your outdoor learning practice. We've been, um, we've been really the leading training provider of forest school leader training in the UK for the last 10 years. So I've kind of, and I've been in the, in forest school for nearly 20 years. Um, since really since it first started um, I mean just to give put it into context it first started when a group of nursery nursing students from Bridgewater in Somerset in England went to look at outdoor learning in Denmark and were blown away with how children accessed the outdoor the impact it had on confidence and responsibility and self-esteem and then they also looked at how parents could be involved in developing play skills Mm. using the outdoor and so that was back in 1995 and um we they then brought the concept back and they called it forest school so if you look at kind of scandinavia you won't see the term forest school but you'll see the ethos and the practice so uh it sort of started from there then we uh, or i at evesham college in 2000 set up a training program for uh teachers with uh, level th- forest school leader level three we also set up training programs with our own childcare students students with special needs and a program for children and then in 2007 um, set up forest school learning initiative because the college said you can go on doing training but you mustn't you can't do any children's sessions because it's not making us any money Mm. and you know we sort of felt or we i felt then and as very strongly still do that to be a very good trainer you need to be a practitioner too so we're actually the only training company where every single trainer is also running forest school sessions every week so you're really practicing what you preach Mm. we've got hands-on up-to-date experience ourselves yeah so that's since the 90s is it more of a buzzword in australia now is it new or just a buzzword no it's i mean bush kindy's been happening in australia for a very very long time and in an awful lot of settings it's been happening really really well um but what people have found is in as much as there are very good bush kindies there are some not very good ones that are not paying considerate enough consideration to health and safety management, mm. to um, how it links to the curriculum, and to what the ethos should be about. Mm. Um, and the ethos is completely on child-led learning, actually empowering children to mar- manage risk, and being all about promoting self-esteem, confidence, and independence. And in the UK, there is now a set of forest school principles um and really our training in australia and here is completely focused on a a forest school model that meets those those principles and what people are finding in australia 
is we're not teaching them rocket science. Mm. What we're doing is giving them almost like a model of practice and a framework to work to. And it's that that people are valuing most out of the training. It's showing them how to implement it and align it to the um, early years learning framework when they already believe in the values and the reason for doing it. That's right. And you know, a lot of people are really keen and really want to do it, but they're sort of, it's, it's actually about the practitioners wanting the confidence as well. Mm. And particularly, most of them kind of say, A, they, without exception, we have people leaving the training in Australia and here basically saying, this is the best training I've ever done in my life. You know, and, and we've got all the, res all the um, evaluation evidence to, to, to prove that. And it's because we actually empower them and we, they have a lot of fun on the training because if we can't make them have fun on the training, how do they then go back to be an individual practitioner in a setting mm. and be that amazing role model we want them to be? How many people have you trained up in Australia? 140 so far. Right, okay. And they become accredited centres? Is that how it works? It's the individual who becomes the forest school leader. So they will do the, they do the individual training. They are individually qualified and they will then implement the practice within their setting. But if that person then leaves... They're not a forest school centre because mm. it's the person who's got the skill. Which is great for the educators as it gives them another bow on their arrow, really. We are every day getting a lot closer to accrediting the training in Australia. So it's currently with ASQA. You know, I would be hoping that by at least by this time next year, we will be a, a, a recognised registered training organisation. The, um, and the training will be accredited. The training should, we hope, will be accredited quite shortly. Now, you've spoken a little bit about the benefits, but can you go into more detail? Why is it good for children, teachers, and even the broader community? Okay, so let's take them one by one. Firstly, if we look at the benefits for children, they are, the whole ethos is about promoting, as I keep saying, self-esteem, independence, and confidence. If we can achieve that with our children, they can learn. They become able to learn because they, they, they feel empowered to. Mm. Also, the, the, uh, when you look at sort of links to obesity, you've got children who are going out, they're being physically active. So, you know, there is an impact on obesity. Yeah. We also have quite a big impact on children's emotional health and emotional well-being because they, uh, you know, the outdoor is naturally because of the hormones that are released by trees that feeling of no walls, no ceilings. Um, it is naturally a place where the children will relax more. And we build into every session um, mindfulness at the start of a session. And Australia, obviously, it links to Dadiri, which is obviously the Aboriginal word for deep thinking. Yeah. And they each centre would embrace uh, uh, about sort of a few minutes, up to five minutes of Dadiri time at the start of their session. Um, so there's a benefit on... on physical health there's benefits on emotional health we actually see children's social skills developing really well because they often will work with children they don't normally work with indoor mm. um if you want to lift a log you need a mate if mm. you want to make a dead need a, a cubby you need a friend to do it with you and so you see their social skills changing mm. uh, massive impact on physical skills because you know we know that there are a high proportion of children who are not that physically active so when they are out moving around an uneven surface, climbing on log piles or climbing trees, they are developing, using fine motor skills to pick things up. 
they are developing you know, a wide range of physical skills. Mm. Um, and so we just see again that the, the engagement to learn, and this is a real life learning experience. So mm. that's the children. Um, in terms of parents, we actually, we get a huge amount of parents who say, do you know what, he or she said, tells me nothing about kindy, yeah. but they do push kindy and what they did and where they went and what again when you are empowering children to manage risk at bush kindy and saying right okay let's have a look around what do we need to be careful of and how will you keep you and your friends safe mm. so that's a discussion that we have at every session it empowers them to manage risk in the home and there was an example actually where a little girl went on a camping weekend with her family and an extended family and on the walk to the toilets she saw a snake mm. and the uh the uncle was like ah quick run and the child said no no we sat we freeze and we let the snake go by mm. um it's correct snake strategy mm. and so again you know that that you see a lot and so the parents are really glad to see that their children are being far more responsible actually when we invest the time at the beginning of um, Bush Kindy or Forest School and we say to the children, we, you know, right, okay, we do, uh, we do a, they do a walk around, we say, right, tell me what we need to be careful of. Again, how are you going to keep you, yourself and your friends safe? What do we need to do? And again, when they come against a problem of doing something, we'll say, well, okay, how can we solve that problem? What do you think we should do? So we're all the time trying to empower them. The other thing that the, the parents find is that the children are happy. Mm. You know, and there are the children. There are children that will achieve an awful lot more at, at bush kindy for, or forest school than they will indoor. So, you know, the parents are, are enjoying that, mm. um, and the children will often put more pressure on the parents to take them outside, out of out of kindy time. Um, in terms of practitioners, we are do a lot of work about said health and safety management. So the practitioners feel more confident because we they come away with strategies to manage health and safety we spend a lot of time looking at the risk benefits of, of any hazards we come across um they they feel more confident to practice they're going back to how they know they should work with children which is child-led learning and they are facilitators and empowerers for the children um so they're you know and they're happier mm -hmm. we did the uh, last time we were out in May, actually, we did an inset day in the nursery. And there were two or three really keen, really motivated. And then there was probably about 10 or 12 who were like, really, do we have to go outside with these children? It's really hot or there's lots of bugs or, you know. And by the end of the day, because, you know, we're looking at very small achievable tasks and the learning being fun, they all said, do you know what, this is brilliant. Mm. We definitely can do this. So, you know, we're, we're improving their confidence. So how does a centre, and I'm thinking of centres probably more in built-up areas too, but how does a centre introduce forest school or bush kindy? Okay, um, I mean, a lot of people come on to taste today first, if there is one, to find out, well, what's the idea and is this something we can look at in our bush kindy? Mm. Obviously, carrying, um, carrying out the Level 3 Forest School Leader training, part of which is to work with each individual learner about or practitioner about where could you do this. And obviously, we've got a lot of people who are in Brisbane, who are in inner city Melbourne, 
and they will use parklands they need to get permission but that's never a problem they're actually usually really delighted somebody's using it they may use um some of their school or kindy grounds um you know the issue actually is never where can i go mm. you know there is always somewhere to go and it's actually working out what it needs to be accessible in terms of not miles away and the also probably not a bus ride away unless they've got a minibus because it becomes unsustainable yeah um so it needs to be local it needs to be accessible it needs to be appropriate for the parents that they think that is an okay place to go and then it's all about it being a risk managed site so usually we find that they, they come on the training and you know part of the training obviously the biggest part of the training really is that they go back and they implement forest school or bush kindy as as a core part of the training with our support we, we're lucky in that we have got staff we have got staff um in in melbourne who uh work for us who will go and assess the students in their own site who are local who've obviously you know we've got a reasonable understanding but we haven't got the understanding that a local person has you know and nor would i would we pretend to which is why we've got um, some people who work for us over there now. Which is amazing. So you've launched in the UK from an idea in another country and you're rolling it out in Australia. Are you in any other countries? Um, Australia, we are really keen on. It works there. It's very easy to work in Australia. We now really understand the curriculum and the health and safety legislation. And um, So, we, you know, our understanding of, of how to promote the programme and meet the needs and make it an Australian programme. And again, everybody on the training always says to us you know you this is truly an australian program you mm. haven't just brought a, an english program out here and plonked it kind of thing um so that's really good we have done some work in china in the past and we have done some work in malaysia and the malaysia work is probably ongoing we've got someone again some that we trained there they've set up a fantastic um bush uh, kindy zoo bush kindy um, and it's a very good role model and so and they we've got a core group of people who are quite keen and to get to the part we train in in Malaysia it's also very easy to get there from Singapore mm -hmm. so uh, we've probably got another training program or two going on out there next year. Okay so for someone who's listening who has only just heard about it or is starting to think about implementing it what does it actually look like in their centre? Is it a set time frame? How does it actually work? So a forest school or bush kindy session should be at least two hours long from kind of getting ready to getting unready and obviously children getting themselves dressed and ready for, for, for bush kindy is just as important. It's part of their core skills they need to learn. Mm -hmm. um, we would, it needs to be uh, a site really that is a designated forest school bush kindy site but the children don't use it any other time so that it becomes that special place for the child you would be taking depending on how many children you take as to how many adults but you would take a minimum of two two adults yourself and somebody else yeah but on top of that it needs to meet the ratios um, about where you are really um and it's something that they would then do every single week so the children become confident, more empowered because they're going to the same site every week. They, they get more confident. They explore more. They become more interested. Um, and really, as much as possible, we're only using the natural environment. Mm. Anything we take in is purely as a, a learning resource to help that child's learning. So we might take in digging things. 
we might take in magnifiers or binoculars so that they can see things they want to choose. They might, we might take water so they can make, do some mud painting or make mud pies. Or, um, so every, anything we take in is only about facilitating and Im- improving their learning. So the age group, kinder kids? You've got great examples in Australia of children from two upwards um, and even a few now into school, which is fantastic, into primary. And it was the same model in England, that it all started in early years. And after the first three, four years, people, parents were saying when they finished kindy, hang on, forest school, this was something my child liked the most. And it improved their confidence and they were really motivated and keen to learn. Why is it not going into school? And so it was parent pressure, really, that took it further. And and that makes sense because children spend so much more time sitting when they start primary school that their flexibility, etc., it can suffer. Um, So something like forest school makes perfect sense. All the research is showing us that children are using, losing physical skills. They're losing long. The Australians did amazing research that showed that children are losing long sightedness. And, you know, the level of language skills is becoming lower and lower. And you go into any early year setting and you'll see it. And it is. It is an awful lot to do with screen time. So someone wanting to do the training, when does it happen and how does it work? We, at the moment, we come over, we have training programs. And I'm obviously concentrating on Melbourne but we do have training programs up in Brisbane as well. But our Melbourne training programs will be happening at the moment in August, October and May. So like three times a year. So hopefully anybody wanting to come doesn't have to wait too long. And so they can come from interstate to do the training though. It's not limited. Yeah. And how long is the training? Yeah, so the training is five full days and that's sort of a Monday to Friday training because obviously for us we have to be concentrated about it um and then there is going to be every year we also offer um continuing professional development days so you know when we come back one of the days of that of our training one of us will do a a professional development day for those who've already trained so we want we always try to promote this continual link with our learners so that they've got support Now, you touched upon it briefly, safety management and considerations, but what about insurance too? Health and safety management, you know, we devote basically a whole day of the training to health and safety management. And each forest school leader has to produce a health and safety handbook for their setting that looks at all the policies and procedures they need, things like an emergency or the emergency procedures they need, um, risk assessments that would be done at least half-termly. Um, and also they have to do a safety check before any session. So our risk management is is very stringent. And, and again, everybody sort of compliments us on how stringent it is because it, if it's strong, it empowers people. And that handbook is something that they can take with them to every session and show. It needs to be in a language that they can show to anybody to read. Anybody coming to Forest School has to read it and sign that they've read and understood it. So it's a very user-friendly document. It's not a huge policy document that sits on a shelf. Um, Obviously, as a trainer, we have to be insured to carry out the training. But each individual setting um, will have insurance anyway for their provision. And what they have to do is then inform their insurers that they are doing bush kindy. All insurance companies work on being informed. So it is a consideration. And again, it's something we talk to them about when we're thinking about health and safety management, because that's part of it. And so for anyone who's listening that wants to find out more, where can they go? www.f for Freddie, s for sugar, l for lima, i for indigo, fs, so www.fsli.com.
www.ghostbusiness.co.uk. We are also on Facebook and uh, we get a lot of contacts from Australia through Facebook and that's Forest School Learning or Twitter is at my forest school and Instagram is at my forest school. All of those links are also available on the Little Rockers Radio website at littlerockersradio.com.au. And we will see you at the Australian Child Care Alliance Conference. The, the conference is a fantastic opportunity because I'm a key speaker and I'm running a workshop and we're an exhibitor. It's a really key opportunity to meet and talk to as many early years practitioners as possible. Thanks so much for joining us today, Chris. Thank you. That was Chris D from the Forest School Learning Initiative in the UK talking to us about forest school or bush kindy. The Magic of Childhood Early Learning Discussions on Little Rockers Radio was proudly brought to you by the Australian Child Care Alliance and Little Rockers Radio. Little Rockers Radio is an online radio station for children from birth to six. We play 24-7 songs, nursery rhymes, story time, yoga, meditation and more during the day and lullabies right through the night. We're a social enterprise with 70% of all station partner profits going to our charity partners. Press play and help make a difference. Our vision, every child safe, healthy and happy. Join the tribe today and visit us at littlerockersradio.com.au.